Shame is delicious. Are you doing an hour and 45? Hour and a half? No, I'm doing about 60 to 70. Yeah, allow that. Do a, yeah, exactly. Do a nice 20, get 20 open hour, 10, whatever. Go on, do 60. Get home in time for 10 o'clock news. Yeah. Nice. Nice hour and a half. 45 minutes each side. We don't do comedy to work this hard. We don't. I never got into comedy to do 45 minutes break and then another 45 minutes of stand-up. What the hell do you think I'm, a footballer? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shame is Delicious with me, Darren Harriet, And me, Ishan Akbar. Oh, mate, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm wearing my uh, Christmas present from my brother. Are you, are you trying to get a sponsorship? A sponsorship? No. No. Last time we were talking about uh, Pepe's. Yeah. And maybe you start thinking about the kind of <laughs> high protein meals that I like. Yeah, fair. Quite, quite like some peri-peri chicken. I would still take a Pepe's over Nando's. Would you actually? I love Pepe's. <laughs> I think it's the best ever. Nando's is great, but oh no, nah, Pepe. Even thinking would about you, Okay, pe- black card. Black card, yeah. Nando's or Pepe's? Is that like a race card? <laughs> As you would call it, card. Uh, card. Uh, would I rather have a black card from Nando's or Pe- Pepe's? Really? Not. Uh, don't That's admit. wild. Yeah, because with Pepe's, you get a bit of everything. So you get the rice and chicken box, which of course is which, my favourite, as yeah, well now. 746 calories. Exactly. Right. 15 minutes to deliver. Yeah. Usually his name's Juan. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you get fried chicken as well. Nando's, you only get grilled chicken. You yeah, can have I know, like but you pro- never want fried chicken, though. That's the thing. You don't. Well, I, I mean, I well, do, but yeah. I don't anymore. I don't really want fried chicken that often. However, I like to have the option there. Sometimes I go, ooh, I want to have fried chicken, and I want to have a chicken burger and chicken wings. I'm just, I, sometimes I just... How many, to... how many chicken-based dishes can you name? <laughs> uh, chicken tenders. Yeah. Uh, chicken nuggets. Yeah. Chicken wings. Yeah. Shame is delicious. Uh, I'm now thinking of parts of a chicken. Chicken thigh, chicken breast. No, no, those are just parts of a chicken. I'm talking about... Beak. <laughs> <laughs> Things you can eat, like the, the center of the chicken shop. Chicken, oh, okay. Strips. Strips, tenders, yeah. nuggets, yeah. thighs, yeah. breasts. No. Chicken breasts? You can't, you, know, you can't order a chicken breast from a fried chicken shop. You and can. from the one on my high street. Thank you. What, you, you, go, you go, boss man, can I have two chicken breasts, yeah? Yeah, they do bits. Of Listen, one of the bits you're of talking stuff. about Nando's. They do chicken breasts. What's it called? Chicken. I'm talking about in a fried chicken shop. Yes. What do you think a chicken burger's made out of? It's a chicken breast. Yeah, but you can't just, you can't order, you can't say, yo, boss man, can I have a number two, yeah, but make sure chicken breast. <laughs> why do you order as a road man? I don't know. It's the only hey, way. Hey, boss man, yeah. Man wants two chicken breasts. I, I, yeah. I, I code switch all the time. Do you really? Yeah, whenever I'm like in a fried chicken shop, like, yo, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yo, fam, number two, yeah. And number four, and like, can I get three extra portions of wings? Nice one. And Mirinda orange. <laughs> oh, God. You don't but then do when that. I go to Michelle Rue at the Landau, yeah. I'm like, oh, good evening. Oh, hello. May I please? Oh, tea cakes. <laughs> tea <Scrumption>. cakes? <laughs> I don't know what you want to You went to Michelle Rue at the Landau, they served you tea cakes. You'd be like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> 70 pounds, 70 quid. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, no, I mean, it's an expensive place. I got into an what argument. Is it? I, don't, I don't know what it is. I got into an argument with the sommelier at okay. Michelle Rue at the Landau. Well, how did you get into an argument with us? What are they called, sommelier? A sommelier. The, the, what happened was, is we did a wine pairing menu. Yeah. Right? 
It was £120 a head. It's wine. Right? And it was seven courses. Wow. Right? First course, quite nice. Can't remember it, but the wine was nice. <laughs> yeah. The next three courses, the wine was fucking rank. It just, I hated it. It tasted so bad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is what, you know when people are like, oh, how can you drink alcohol? It tastes like shit. Yeah. It was these three wines. Uh, okay. So the fourth wine came along and I called the waiter over and I said, listen, the last three wines have not gone to plan. If this doesn't work, can I change the wine? And he said, well, no, it's a, it's a pairing menu. Yeah. So we've paired it with the dish. And I'm like, well, okay. But the last three just didn't work. They were like terrible wines. Yeah, but that's, that's what you, you, it's potluck, isn't it? When you do that sort of thing. No, because. That's the, the whole point to find a new sort of wine, to find something you enjoy. No, no, but he, he's meant to have paired it properly. You don't think he paired it properly? No. Yeah, but you're only saying that because the wine didn't taste good. Yeah, because what the wine was too acidic. I had like a ceviche dish. Yeah. And then I had this quite acidic tasting wine. There was just too much like acid. <sighs> just sounds awful. In my mouth. Just sounds. The ceviche, ceviche was nice. Was it? Yeah. Ugh. I like ceviche. I'm not, it's fish, right? So the waiter says. <laughs> <laughs> the waiter says, oh, our sommelier handpicked these yeah. wines. I'm like, well, okay. I don't like it. Yeah. So what, what do we do? And he goes, well, I'll get the sommelier over. I like you said that, like you're, like you're ready to throw hands. Yeah. I don't like it. Do you know it. what? What are we doing then? Listen, huh? in, in uh, Michelle wrote the Landau, yeah. more than happy to throw hands. <laughs> Boss man chicken shop. Yeah, nah. No hands. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I know my place, yeah. Sommelier comes over and the sommelier, unsurprisingly, was this really pretentious French bastard. Oh, he's French. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've been so wines. I trained in the best vineyards across the world. And I'm like, well, bro. <laughs> it's not worked. Yeah. Fam, yeah? <laughs> for, for, on the number two, yeah, you gave me a number four, fam. Yeah, it was <laughs> shit. Anyway, so it's not working. He goes, oh, I, he said to me, do you know wines? Oof. So I said, no, but I know my taste. Like, I know that this tastes like shit to me. Yeah. Eventually, he relented. I don't know why they were arguing. I'm the customer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you Eventually, are. they relented, and they gave me the wine that I wanted. Chardonnay. Classic. Ah, you, you showed them you were trash. <laughs> <laughs> you Chardonnay, argued with them. Seven pound Chardonnay from Sainsbury's. I like that. <laughs> it brought up a Lamborghini. You're like, thank <laughs> you, Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Finally. Foster's. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And then um, the whole evening got awkward, and my best friend, whose birthday it was, uh, she... Oh, it was a birthday. Oh, you are a douche, man. You couldn't even just just enjoy it. It was 120 quid a head for shit wines. Did you leave hungry? Yes. Yeah. I'm not as much as I like a nice big tasting menu and you know different courses, it's never enough. No, man, I went to Chester's Chicken on the way home, Seven Kings. Chester's Chicken? Yeah. What's that? What, what's that logo? I like these chicken shops. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a Dixie oh. Dixie Light. I would put Dixie's and Pepe's very close together. I love Dixie's as well. Really? But Dixie's is all, it's only bad food. Whereas Pepe's, you, you don't have to. You can get Pepe chicken at Dixie's now. Yeah, Good but ones. it doesn't feel right. I'm more Dixie's. But going back to the original conversation. It doesn't feel right, but Pepe's does. Pe Pepe's is all, it's never wrong. Okay. Pepe's. Pepe's well, is the answer. Do to you have like a, like a shameful Class. food? Oh. Um, like a food that you... Because we talk about food a lot on this pod with you. Shameful. What's your shameful food? Give me an idea. 
Nah, I can't. Oh God, what is? I mean, it? I can. I don't. I mean, you. Put, I mean, uh, yeah. Explain, because I'm just thinking of when you talked about the fries in the milkshake. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that gives me the shivers. Absolutely fucking disgusting. Have you ever? Yeah. Right. Got a chicken shish. Yeah. Got the doner kebab. Yeah. Wrapped it around the chicken shish. No. And made a skewer of a doner wrapped on chicken shish. No. Dipped in chili and garlic sauce. No. Right. And then, <laughs> ready? Yeah. Sometimes, oh, God. what I do is I use the sauce as a glue for my chopped up chips. <laughs> Wait. So the chips act like a breadcrumb topping. So, <laughs> so you cover it in the sauce and then roll it over the chips. Yeah. You're the fattest person. It sounds amazing. Okay. Right, there you go. You are the, <laughs> you're the fattest person. Yeah, so, but yeah, we get the chips. You have to chop up the chips. It's so much effort. It makes it. it That's what I'm it. learning about you. Same with the sex story and the chocolate and the tuna. You go through so much effort. When it effort. comes to food and sex, I make a lot of effort. Zero effort. Zero. Um, chop up the chips. And if you're really clever, what you can do is just beforehand Clever's the pan fry some onions and chilies. So you make like a salt and pepper chips type thing. So it's pan fried chilies and onions, chips all chopped up. And then you get the skewers, wrap it. In. How do you not just eat the chips when they come in? You just put it on a plate. You put the chicken. You got to elevate the stuff. So it's like a corn dog, but with chips as the outside. Yeah, but with chicken skewers and yeah, chicken skewers and doner kebab. Isn't don't you feel like there's too many flavors going on? You've got the two different meats. You've got the chips in there. All the textures, all the the flavors, all the textures in your mouth. I don't know, man. So the effort that you go to, yeah, it's the complete opposite of me. No, because takeaway. I would probably it still in the bag. Thing is, takeaway is like uh, I remember as a kid, we couldn't really afford takeaways. We used to have a 150 meal every Friday and it was uh, Did fish and chips or yeah. sausages and chips and it was curry sauce or green peas. And of course, I would go with curry sauce, but not on the chips. You'd have to have it separately and then dip the chips. Dip it in. Yeah. I don't like soggy food. Do you know what it's Porridge? No, I don't mind. No, food that's supposed to be soggy, I, oh. I'm a fan of. Okay. Porridge. So, but so you make- don't like food identifying as something it's not? Yeah. Even I don't though it's like- 2023. It's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like a roast dinner. I see people post pictures of their roast and I want to throw it out the window. It's just covered in gravy. So what's the point of that? You don't cover a whole, you don't drown your food in gravy. To me, that's horrendous. That's awful. No, gravy's good. No, I'm not saying gravy's not good. I, I, I want to, okay, I'm a fan of gravy. I just don't like it when I see just all gravy. All slathered over. Do you, ah, do you dip, gosh. sorry, do you dip your roast in the gravy? No, no, no. I will put a little bit of gravy, little bit. Like a dainty little... Yeah, just, just as I go, as yeah. I go, just yeah. slowly, just add a bit of gravy, just oh, a little yeah. bit more as I go, as, as and when I need it. I don't finish a whole gravy, what's it called, boat. Yeah. Do you know what uh, one of my friends does is he, whatever on the roast, he'll always have the gravy boat next to him, chop up whatever he wants, put it on a fork and pour the gravy on top of that and then eat it. No, nah, that's a bit much for me. That takes a bit But he always has one hand. <laughs> one <laughs> hand is just holding a gravy yeah. boat continually. <laughs> no, nah, that's not for me, that. But I just don't like I just don't like it when I see someone's Sunday roast dinner and it's 70% gravy. It's too much for me. I don't get it. Have you ever... It's like sloppy food. Have you ever, the next morning, ever done leftover pizza? Yeah. Leftover doner kebab? First of all, let me, I'll, stop, <laughs> I'll stop you there, sunshine. I don't order doner kebab and pizza. I never have. No, I but, never have them both. 
left over the next morning. No, like, but it's one. Get, no, but you get special meals where they do, do pizza and kebab. What? So you get the pizza. What the fuck are you talking about? You get the doner kebab. On a pizza? No, there's leftover doner kebab. Um, but where are you getting leftover doner kebab and pizza from? Because it's... when you order it, because yes, there's but people who in the order... house. If... Let's go back a little bit. Yeah. If I order food yeah. and I'm going to order a takeaway, yeah. it's either pizza or yeah. doner kebab. No. When you order food, you can get options where both are available. You, they're, they're always available. Yeah. But you don't order both. Yeah, you do. Why would you do that? Because you get a, you get a sp- special meal five. So you you order it, and is a doner kebab just a you kebab? You get two medium donners. Yeah. One large pizza. Who is this for? Me and my friends. <laughs> you you in a mirror? Is that, <laughs> is that the friends? I've got one of those three, you know, those mirrors that have three different angles. Yeah. So there's four of us hanging out. So you wake up in the morning yeah. and you'll have leftover pizza. There's leftover pizza. Yeah. Doner kebab. On top of the pizza. Leftover doner kebab on top cold. of the pizza. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Chips. Oh, there's always chips with you. There's always chips. Yeah. Right. That's... Batter. See, this is this is this is why it's getting fucking wild for me. And, and batter, yeah, you make batter, deep fryer. No, no, eat. afternoon snack. That's a snack. <laughs> that is wild. You don't really do that. You don't really get kebab, pizza, chips, cover it in batter, deep yeah. fry it, and then eat it as a what you what you eat that on your way to the bus stop. <laughs> oh, on the way to the gym, actually. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I like I like the fact that you're willing to experiment with food, yeah, and flavors together. Yeah, but I think you're deeply troubled. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could I could never do that. I'd love to hear people's like weird food combos. I feel like loads of people have got them. Yeah, if you've got a weird food combo, please feel free to message uh, the shame is delicious on social media. Just send it in and say I like X Y Z. Who do you think's got a weirder food combo? Preferences, Harry or Meghan? Oh, I don't know. Um, I reckon Harry's fucked up, you know. You think he's fucked up? Yeah, I think he's got some mad food choices. I don't know. Because it, it sounds like from everything he said, he's always been under the kind of shackles of the royal family. Yeah. But he's always wanted to break out, so he got finger blasted behind a pub by an older woman. By the way, that he got finger blasted. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. By the way, whoever that woman is, yeah. Keeping that a secret. That is impressive. Imagine that. Who I, is it? I banged the prince and she's kept that. Yeah. Who, who is it? I don't know. Older woman as well. I'll tell you one thing, she's a good egg. I'll tell you that. And also, like, she, did he say how, how much older she was? Nah, but she could have been like. I don't know. He was young though, so she could have been older by like two years, and it would have been. Ooh, oh yeah, that's ooh, true. she's a cougar. Ooh. Have you ever been with an older woman? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. What, <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> I was like, of course. Sorry, my answer. Of course, I have. Who hasn't been with an old? You've been with an old woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how, what's the biggest age gap? Oh, nothing crazy. Like eight years. <laughs> what a whole school life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, Nothing I, crazy. I just say the whole like, school life. I said like I, like I was like twenty six and she's like thirty four. That's like nothing. Yeah, I, guess I, I feel like you'd, you'd, you'd feel, both be the same like club rep in Ibiza. Yeah, we both rem- we both had phones. We had to pay for to send pictures on. We both remember paying for text messages and topping up our phones. Oh, yeah, credit. The same era. Mine was fifteen. 
15 years, how old was you? I was 30. They were 45. Do you, you still keep in touch? Yeah, we do. Oh what was gosh. interesting is I was, close in age, I was closer in age to her kids than I was to her. Oof. And I'd play FIFA with her son. Oof, that's weird. And, <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, one <laughs> I just scored two past you and banged your mum. <laughs> well, basically, <laughs> one, one particular night, <laughs> it was very sweet. Uh, we played FIFA and then <laughs> finished the game. And he turned around and he said, you going to have sex with my mum now? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, please. You need to work on your defense. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's that's bad that the kid was like very aware. Yeah. She's had she's had visitors before. Oh yeah. How old was the kid? Uh 18, 19. Oh gosh, yeah. He's he's that's that's bad. I wonder what it's like knowing that your someone's banging your parent. And you're around the same age. I would hate that if I knew a guy was banging my mom when I was like 18, around the same age. But he was also better at me at computer games. <laughs> yeah, imagine that one. You're hurt, like, this dude. guy's winning. That one at hurt. everything. That would hurt. He, dude. he hammers me at Street Fighter. Then he goes to hammers my mum. And then he just throws uh, the controller down. He's like, I don't even like this game. That yeah. <laughs> I played it from before you were born. He goes upstairs and you just hear the music turn off. You're like, oh no. And uh. he plays the theme tune of the game he just beat you on. <laughs> There's a Street Fighter uh, in the background. <laughs> like, is that Guile's theme? Yeah. Is he banging my mum to Guile's theme? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, that's that's that, rough. Really funny. But it's only gonna get it's only gonna get sadder now that we're like nearly forty, like older women. Because we're like sixty odd. Yeah, because now I would have to be with like fifty five year old. Yeah. If I did the same thing. Yeah, see, I'm just like, what are you gonna what are you gonna learn? What wisdom? You've already had wisdom from the older lady when you were 30. She really. told you about taxes, mortgages. I already, I already did those things. Yeah, you already did. Well, I learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're buying a house, are you? What's that like? What's the oldest you'll go now? Oh, I'd go 50. Where'd you actually? Actually, nah, my mum's like 55. <laughs> Weird, dude. You can't use your mum as a barometer You've got to use your mum as a barometer. My mum's like 55. <laughs> My dad was in 58. Your mum's young. Yeah, dude. She had me when she was like 22. Really? But she already had a kid before then. How old was she when he had their first kid? She was like 19. Yeah, my mum was 17, slag. <laughs> well, my mum had her first. Your mum. What a hoe. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. 17 years old. 17 she, years old? Yeah. That's she married cool. someone 21 years older than her. Okay, that's that's an age difference. Was that three choice? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So she fell in love with the guy. Yeah. And my granddad was like, "Don't marry him. Like he's an, he's a knobhead. Don't marry that. He's nearly forty. He, yeah. He was like uh, an actor and like a naval officer, really handsome. Ooh. My mum was like, "No, I love him. I want to marry him." And my Aww. granddad was like, "Please don't." I imagine your mum when she was to meet him, she had a, a bicycle with a basket on. <laughs> right she was a bit. She like my mum was a very <laughs> spoiled princess of a girl. Like her dad was like the barrister who helped write the constitution of Bangladesh. Good for her. Right. So she's like, you know, had a really nice charmed life. Yeah. He says, don't marry. My granddad says, don't marry him. He's, he's a bad egg. She's like, no, I love him. And if you love me, you're going to let me marry him. She Jeez. said, okay, fine. They get married. They mm. come to London. They move into a one room bedsit in Southgate. Nice. And then my mum, this is a bit dark for the pod. And then my mum's then husband yeah. just beat the shit out of her. Okay. And the mum was like, oh, whoops. I think I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Did she leave? No. 
She stayed. How long for? Four years until... I uh, thought this was like how you... Your origin story that I was going to No, no, four say. years until my mum's ex ran away with their son and my mum didn't see him for 22 years. What the fuck? In a big old story. Big old... Read big my old. book that will come out in a few years' time. Is that, is that guy still around? As in, it's not even your family, but the, the dad. The dad. Yeah. Uh, read the novel. Oh, don't tease. Listen, publishers, if you want to know the story. No, they, no, they don't. There's murder. There's oh, intrigue. I know the murder, yeah. There's murder. There's intrigue. There's... Sex. Uh, sex. There's international borders. Ooh, international borders. That's fun. Yeah. All sorts. Sounds like an episode of 24. Yeah, if you want the story, get in touch. I can write you a treatment and we can get this novel off the ground. Are you trying to pitch stuff on the show? Just a small point. If you want it to sound like it's a trustworthy, true story, maybe stop calling it a novel. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't it? You are saying that. You are literally, yeah, a novel. Yeah, but. but Can't novels be based on true stories? I mean, maybe. What would you call it then? By by my novel, Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) But it would be a novel, though, wouldn't it? Yes, but I mean, novels. I it's think are associated with fiction, but is it? Normally. Yeah, you should say. Biography. I also don't want to call it a biography because it's not a biography. Autobiography of your mum, or it could be an autobiography of your own life. But I don't want to do either of those things. Or it could be based on a true story. Okay, it's a story based on a true story. If you want this big book, <laughs> this big old book, that's a story. You've really sold it, though. Yeah, based on a true. Yeah, I like that because you're you've got some like garbage happening in your family. Yeah, as, as so do I. Well, not just garbage, but also like fun, like mad shit. Like, yeah, your family's pretty mad. <clears throat> like the first time my dad went to Bangladesh, mm. 1988, he almost got shot by 30 military police officers. Why? What was he streaking? <laughs> <laughs> it was because he was Pakistani. Yeah. Mum was Bengali. Ooh. 15 years after the war, 6 million Bangladeshis were killed in that war. Yikes. My mum's sister knew my dad was Pakistani. Yeah. Sent 30 military officers to shoot my dad on sight. What? That is the ultimate cop blocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? That's wild. And my mum held me out of the plane like a fucking shield. <laughs> like in her liking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To stop the military officers shooting. And then I said to my mum, when she told me this story when I was 28, I said, Mum, they, they could have killed me. And she goes, Yeah, I know. Instead, you've been killing me slowly for 26 years. Oh. She's great. And then she died two years later, so who won? No, I still think she did. I still think... Still your mum. What's, what's your favourite Wilder story that you're willing to share from your family? Uh, my nan told me that my... Uh, so my granddad is not a very nice person. Uh-huh. He, him and my nan got married. Same granddad story. Granddad on your mum's side? Granddad on my mum's side, yeah, all on my mum's yeah. side. He used to beat my nan up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They were fighting. It was the 60s of Jamaican living in a black country, all yeah. that nonsense. Bad marriage. Shouldn't have got married. Yeah. But they had kids. Anyway, my, uh, my dad told me this one time. She's never told me again. My granddad's best friend saw my granddad cheating. Right. right? Like with another woman or whatever. Yeah. He tells my nan. Right. So he snitched, basically, <sighs> on my granddad. Right? Stitches get yeah. stitches. Stitches get stitches. Anyway, my nan confronts my granddad about it. Because he was cheating. He, he, you know, whatever. My granddad then finds his, finds his friend, best friend, stabs him in the chest. Pulls out a knife, stabs him clean in the chest. Raw! Yeah, 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 no messing up. Fatality? Well, no. Oh. 
Took the knife. Your granddad didn't have good aim then. He didn't have a good aim. No, 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 no. My granddad. It, it but he had all that practice. He had a lot. Pulls <laughs> <laughs> out the knife. As fuck. He the thing. Goes back to my nan's house. Yeah. And then like tells my nan, and he throws the knife. Gets rid of the knife. Yeah. Now this is like the sixties. Yeah. He's in hospital. The police come to my nan's house looking for the knife. Knife. My that granddad's friend will not speak on it and say what happened, but there's like witnesses, you know, yeah. saying whatever. The police go into the, my nan's house, open up my nan's drawer, and my nan tells me they picked up the biggest knife they could find and just went, it was this. And my nan was like, what? Left. Anyway, he doesn't want to press charges. Nobody presses charges. He says like he slipped and fell. My granddad got... This is genuinely true. My granddad got community service. Got community service for a couple of hours. Chopping anyway, in the kitchen. Anyway, because the, the knife, it may not, it didn't fit. It was too big. It was this yeah. wrong knife. Anyway, my nan then marries. Oh, no, sorry. This was before they got married. I forgot. Before they got married. My nan then married my granddad after that. Right. After that happened, guess who was the best man? No. His friend that he stabbed in the chest was the best man at my nan's wedding. And then that was after that, that was when the relationship then they started beating each other. Yeah. I literally just remember that. My nan told me that once and I completely Jesus that. How fucking, Christ. What, my nan said what was, knife did they use to cut the cake? <laughs> <laughs> but my, my granddad on my mum's side, my mum would hate me saying this, but I don't care. He's the angriest person ever. He can't read. He can't write. Just fucking furious. Right. All the time. And when yeah. he came here, short-tempered, short-tempered. Yeah. Stabbed his best friend. And it's quite funny because when I look at my nan's wedding photos, you've never seen a sadder pair. They do not look happy with each other at all. Right. There's not one photo of them smiling. Damn. They, they almost look like they're haunted, both of them, because they're both sort of staring. Staring like that. In their wedding photos. Is the best friend still alive? Yeah, I think he might be still alive, yeah. My granddad's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll tell you, evil keeps you going. <laughs> evil people do last a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have, so I'll, I would love to for your granddad and his best mate to like... Do they ever see each other? I don't know. I think they probably still talk. Because everybody in that area in the black country, all the Jamaicans, when they all came, this was after the Windrush. Yeah. My nan came and he came. They all know each other. They've all yeah, of course they do, yeah. My nan has had fallings out with various little black people in the area for like yeah. 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. speak. They always do, though, don't they? Yeah. Everyone's always all... about something. My nan that still talks to him now. They still talk on the phone every now and again. They, they're, they're married, but they're not divorced. Because that's just like, it's the whole thing, isn't it? Do you feel like Asian and black people just like, their lives are just so dramatic? Everything is bloody dramatic. So dramatic. Do you guys have like dramatic shit going it's on? Just all all like, everything's just all like, you, you go, It's one of those things where you go to a party, a family party, and you go, oh, that guy looks like me. And then you go, oh, shit, hide him. And you go, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's actually my brother. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, like, those most, things. Most happen. Asian weddings, there will be a huge fight. <laughs> at some point, someone's throwing punches at someone. Indian Sikh weddings are the yeah. best weddings ever because yeah. it's just drinks on drinks on yeah, the table. Yeah. And, and we're talking, I go to a lot of Muslim weddings where there's no alcohol and they're still fighting. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. What is a Muslim wedding like? Because I, when I think about weddings, I just think about alcohol. <laughs> That's all I think about. Really? Al Muslim weddings are really fun. Yeah, all I think about is alcohol. There's a lot of dancing. There's a lot of food. Food plays a huge part, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I there's food, there's dancing, and there's lots of crying. Oh, really? Yeah, towards the end, there's lots of like, there's specific songs about the bride leaving the 
her immediate family and moving into a new family. Oh. And everyone's just crying their fucking eyes out. My dad is the worst one for Is him. he really? Even if he doesn't know the family, as soon as one particular song starts playing about the bride leaving, my dad's just in floods of tears. Oh. My dad, he didn't even, even know the woman. Oh, it probably takes him back though. To what? That's what it is. That's how I feel when I hear R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing English remix and he's just like going, <laughs> another fallen soldier. <laughs> Papa fresh out of the kitchen. Why do you have to do that? Do you reckon you have a big wedding? Would I have a big wedding? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. I'd go full dickhead with it, man. Would you? Yeah. I, I wouldn't do a small wedding i've been to a few small weddings and they're always really nice but i think i'd do a big one i'd do one of those ones where we're walking down the aisle forget that dude we're remixing that there's some yeah. there's some i'm coming down now i'm pretty doing dubstep a i just had i like i picked my own songs That's did you what, what yeah. song did you pick most people wedding? don't do that um we came down well, I, greg's mum walked him down the aisle yeah i walked down the aisle by myself and I came down Standard? to Lemonheads. That's nice. And then I, we left to Manic's Stay Beautiful, which has nothing to do with romance in any way. It's just my <laughs> yeah, favourite yeah. song. Hear yeah, exactly. So Even as we song. were leaving the venue, the lyrics were, love your mess and adore your failure. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. I would, I would do it different though. If I was walking down the aisle, because there'd be no one take me down the aisle, I think I'd go down on like a Segway. <laughs> your <laughs> mum like, can take you. I'd be like, like, can I take you down the aisle? Or your best man? Yeah, I could take I mean... I don't know. You try and trip me off or something. You no, do something, you do something stupid. No, we're not taking down the R. Nah, that's weird. Keep telling you I love you inside your ear. Oh, I fucking hate that. Darren, I'm so proud of you. I love you. That's the only part of getting married that I'm just oh, yeah. I love you. <laughs> and I the vowels are tough. Do you promise to love? Oh, you your... can also pick really short vowels. We did. Yeah, yeah I'll be like, hey, peppers together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where's the do ring? you promise to love your wife forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. She's alright. She's alright. I mean, you're married. I am. What, what, how, how was, what was your wedding like? I can tell you, we had, we hired a magician. Great. Pete great. Furman. We hired a magician. Yeah. Fucking great. Because you know when everyone's doing all the photos? Yeah. We're in just like a cheap budget hotel. Yeah. And the um, magician was there to keep everyone... Entertained. And he was great. He was fucking great. Great. That's we great. just gave them really strong cocktails. Uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of that. Just a bit of close-up magic. How many cards am I holding? Great. Yeah. He was good, was he? Fucking brilliant. Yeah. That is, that's quite the core for it, isn't it? The thing is, yeah, I mean, the thing is, Asian weddings get more and more ridiculous every year. What's the most ridiculous Asian wedding you know, where you went, this is just... I was asked to host Oof. an Asian wedding of this... Um... Were you getting paid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, and you, so you didn't know them? No. Oof. And basically, the bride's dad was a hotelier yeah. in the Midlands. He owned loads like a of... Smellier. <laughs> yeah. He owned loads of, like, country house hotels across the Midlands. Wow. And this was in Northampton, right? And it was a residential wedding. Nice. Which means all the guests stayed there for seven days. They have moaning. And over the seven days, the theme of the main hall changed 16 times. <laughs> So what, somebody, somebody ran in there and <laughs> turned it to the cowboy room? Yeah, they did like a Bombay Roxy theme. They did a New York um, Great Gatsby theme. They did a Mughal India theme. What? They did um, uh, the uh, Royal Family UK theme. Like every theme, they changed the room. How long was the wedding? Like days? Was it one day? No, it was over seven days. Oh, it was over seven days? Wow. 
Bloody hell. So the theme changed every time. It was a Hindu wedding. The bride and groom for one of the theme, one of the events came in on this like Rolls Royce convertible soft top down Bombay Roxy dancers all over the Sick. place. It was just insanity. Do you know what they did for a living? Where the money came from? Well, the dad was a hotelier. Oh, the dad, sorry. Yeah, so he owned all these hotels. The, 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 girl, the girl was an actress. Um, and her husband is like a hedge fund manager, dude. Oof. I mean, it was disgusting. I mean, even in Bangladesh, like Asian wedding. I went to a wedding in Bangladesh, right? Where, I don't know why they thought this would be cool, but everyone was loving it. The cake came in upside down from the ceiling. <laughs> the cake came in like... It was, uh, it, basically, it was hidden in the like chandelier. Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. It, it, yeah, it was in a chandelier, right? So well, but we're all standing there, and they were like, ladies and gentlemen, the bride and groom are about to cut the cake. So they go to the front, and suddenly the chandelier starts coming down like that. That's wicked. Everyone's like, what is going on? Chandelier comes down, and the chandelier is shiny. Yeah, of course, yeah. They dim the lights. They put the lights on the chandelier. Lights fucking prism everywhere. Cool, cool, cool. The chandelier comes down. It's a table. There's a fucking cake on it. That's wicked. That's pretty cool. But why? Over the top. It's what happens when you've got money. Like, it's insane. And the average cost of a British Asian wedding is £42,000. Bloody hell, that's way more That's one corporate. £42,000. £42,000 for one wedding. No, it's the that's average. Like, that's the average. That's like that's like a working class family who have just saved, just saved, and the parents that, yeah. put in. That that's for a wedding where the dad saw that it was a daughter and went, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Why? Forty-two grand is a lot. I was thinking about this though. If I was getting married, I'd probably spend. I think I'd put fifty aside. Would you? Yeah, because because uh, you know me. If I'm getting married, I'm getting married. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not doing this again. This is it. We're getting all out. We're going all out on this one. Yeah, really. I'd go, I'd go big if I could afford it. I'd go big. Weirdly, I actually want a small wedding. You do? Yeah. Why do you do one of those Vegas weddings where you, uh, where you be Elvis? <laughs> you be Elvis near the end. <laughs> yeah. I either, I either want a really small, intimate wedding, or I want like a wed fest. A wed fest. Yeah. Like basically, you have like different tents. Oh. Be outdoors. There'd be like different food stalls. There'd be like pizza store, biryani stall. There'd be like all Club sorts store. going on. And there'd be like an itinerary with the main stage and some side stages to make sure everybody's entertained. That is fucking gross. Or 20 people at Islington Town Hall. Yeah. <laughs> A wed fest. Uh, here's our love. Just every, every drink is like you and your partner's name. Hearts everywhere. Just pictures of you two when you first met. Oh, I'd hate that. I'd bring a. You actually love it, by the way. I'd bring a boat. What are you going to spend 50 grand on then? At a party? Balloons. It'll be more for the. Party. (laughs) Venue, party, food, um, booze. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would. I've, I've been to weddings before where there's no. Free drinks, and I think it's I think it's bad. I would have a I'd put I'd put like 10, 15 behind the bar. And do you remember, do you remember how much we drank at Kwame's wedding? Mate, we were hammered. We were really hammered very early days. Yeah, we were fucked up at Kwame's. Yeah, that was great. So nice. That hall that they had was great. Kwame's wedding. The botanical gardens in uh, botanical Berlin. gardens. That's when my brother got married. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a. It was great, and the photos when you go outside, yeah. it just yeah, looks okay. nice, isn't it? Yeah, really nice. Kwame, Kwame, get married again. Kwame, yeah, do it. Well, to Elka, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I big said, fan. That's the point. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Renew your vows. When you renew your vows, can you have the same kind of wedding again? Yeah, of course you can. You've got the money. You do you in it. Yeah, do that. Renew. Yeah. I'm not, to be honest, like, I'm not a really big part. People think it, but I'm not very a big part. Have you ever guy. hooked up at a wedding? Huh? You ever hooked up at a wedding? Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah it's yeah. great. Yeah. It's good. Okay, Groom didn't like it though. Oh, this. <laughs> Shame is delicious. Ishan, what are you plugging, mate? Well, the first thing I want to plug is the Shame is Delicious live tour. <laughs> That's what we're calling it, the Shame is Delicious live tour. We're doing not 10, not 20, but two dates. Two. Two, baby. First, 16th of February. At the Leicester Comedy Festival. Manhattan 34 is the venue. Send us your uh, shameful stories, yes, anything please. to do with shame. We're going to do some audience as well. We're going to speak to members of the audience about their shame. So if you are coming, bring some shame stories for us. We'll also have yeah, a guest everything. or two. It's all going to go down. It's, it's going to be our first proper live show. So do please come. And hopefully, I'll still be on the ice by then. Yes. And I'll be traveling up from training. So you'll be wearing which, comfortable shoes. I'll be wearing comfortable shoes. Can, can you bring your skates to that so everyone can see how big your fucking are you? Yeah, fine. I'll come from my skates. Uh, you're not under any insurance obligations. No, no, I can take them with me anywhere yeah. I like. Even if I'm not on the show, I'll just bring the sh yeah, skates bring anyway. The skates. Yeah. Uh, so that's our first show. And the second show is on Saturday, the 4th of February. No, March. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, 4th of March uh, at the O2. Oh, the O2 London, the whole bloody place, fucking lettuce. Ryan Reynolds is going to be there. Not on our podcast, but Ryan Reynolds. All by one. All by one. It's all by one, actually. Yeah, we're doing, a, uh, as a part of Just For Last London, we are doing our second ever live show. Oh, our God. first one in London. It's going to be amazing. We will have some amazing guests because everyone's yes. everyone's there. Everyone loves All By One. So again, O2, same thing again. If you are coming, do send us in your stories. Uh, we'll get to them on stage as well. Also, just send us in any of your shame stories. We want more. Anything that you think is shameful. If you listen to the podcast, you already know whether your story is going to be something that I agree with or Ishan agrees with or we both hate. You know yeah. this and it'll be fun. So do send in more of your shameful stories. They can be about absolutely anything. And particularly with the O2 show, listen, if, if you're going to share your shameful stories, we're better than an all bar one. Yeah. Where some of the most shameful things have occurred. It's <laughs> a good point. For actually. most most of British society, that is a good point. A lot of I feel like a lot of business decisions and a lot of uh, I feel like Brexit kind of was capable of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of bad decisions, like afternoon, not like yeah. nighttime. Because that's yeah. that's nightclubby. I'm talking yeah. like one p.m. One p.m. Yeah, yeah. They ordered the reggae reggae chicken. Yeah, map. the all by one near Canary Wharf. Oh god, that's some horrible shit. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Canary Wharf, though, in general, though, it's horrible all full place. of like your form of mates, banker wankers. Oh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, bank of, yeah, yeah, your people. I've seen them all there now, but they coked off the rails. Darren, what are you plugging? Uh, <laughs> speaking of plugging, I'm on tour starting in September. Roadman. Uh, I'm traveling all over the country. Please do pick up tickets. If you listen to this podcast and you like myself or Ishan, come see us live on tour for the live shows and our stand-up shows. Yeah. Come and see us. Also, if I'm still on Dancing on Ice when this comes out, give me your votes, mate. I fucking need them. I'm going to put some money on you to win. 25 to 1, is it? Yeah, the odds, are, the odds are great because I am second to last on who they think I'll is going to win. Uh, ten, a ten it's funny, though, because they can't really base it on anything. 
So I'm like, what are you basing it on? My appearance on Mock the Week. <laughs> like, you've got nothing to go I, th on. I think it goes athletic ability and then level of fame. Who's last? Last on the list. So they've got John Fashion, but he's also 60. So he's like the oldest Sorry, person. Sorry, is the two black guys who are the bottom two? The two black guys are the bottom two. But one of, but, <laughs> but one of them is 26 years older than me. So that makes perfect sense. Yes. As in, the older you are, it's going to be a lot harder. That's yeah. fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm second to last. Which I'm fine with. You know, I don't really look at those sort of things. But people are sending me it in abundance saying they've put a bet on because the odds are just too good. I will put a bet on. Oh, that's... 16 to 1 on Betfair. That's, that's, that's nicer. That's yeah. way nicer. But I saw 25 to 1 uh, this morning. Uh, five... Oh, gamble away. G gamble away, yeah. Bet, Gam bet gamble. responsibly. Uh, I'm on tour. Yeah. Pretender. The Pretender. Yeah. Uh, we've sold 2,100 tickets so far. Jeez. All across the country. Jeez. There's still some tickets left. Uh, is there a particular part that you're struggling to sell? There's always uh, one. Winchester. <laughs> Winchester. Get involved. I don't know you very well. Okay, that's not a good start. Anyway. Okay. No, but... It seems like you're not very interested in getting to know me. Okay. So it'd be nice, Winchester, if you just pulled your finger out and fucking bought some tickets. Winchester, buy some tickets to Ishan Akbar. If I knew where you were, I would say, forget your local town. Where's, where's nearby? Okay, we're not really helping the Winchester tickets by... Lose Chester. I saw... Physically, Lo it hurt. Them. The room went got smaller at that point somehow. Lose Chester. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I hope even the even the Winchester tech walk out of your show. Ethanagwood.com <laughs> <laughs> forward slash tour. Buy tickets. Thank you. We did mention Harry and Meghan. We haven't really we didn't really speak about. It. We went off on a tangent. Are you a big fan of them? I, I love them. I've kind of gone a bit. Shut up. <laughs> There is a part of me that's like, we get it, Harry. You've spoken about it, but you can't have it both ways. You can't be anti-press and then just do everything for the press. No, you see, I think what they've done is... I definitely believe that there's racism and all that sort of stuff. 100% yeah. I'm with him on that. But attack is the best form of defence. Well, he's right? got a bit of a scorched earth policy at the minute. He's kind yeah. of just giving everybody. Everything. And also, particularly as an Asian person, Yeah, I've seen this so many times. Oh, really? When new bride comes in. The younger brother. Actress. Ties, ties, cuts with his, cuts ties with his family. Foreigner. Yeah. Goes around telling everybody the family's a bitch. Uh, your the, wife the, is great. The fact he calls them the family. The family. Let's you know that. This is in... the storyline of in every Indian drama series. <laughs> we, we've all seen it. So all of, most Asian people are like, yes, of course. She came, this maiden came into the family. And look, disrespect the grandmother. Disrespect the legacy of his mother, and then she, she take him away to Canada. Maybe. She take him away. But does but does that story normally end with that family getting a hundred million? Uh, nowadays, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> nice, nice. But also, the funniest bit of it was um, oh, he complaining about William beating him up. Mate, that's what big brothers do. You get your ass kicked by yeah. your brother. That's, that's irrespective it. of the well, not irrespective of the age though, because I think William was Harry was saying it happened like recently. Yeah, in the last get, four years, my brother could probably still kick my ass. He's two years older than me. I'm a lot bigger than him, but I I, I wouldn't throw hands. <laughs> It'd still kick my ass. It's just how it is. Your older brother, they they have older brother but strength. Even now though, yeah, at 38. You could fuck your brother up. 
Yeah, no, I wouldn't hit him though now. Yeah, exactly. You see, mercy. You give him he's, mercy. He's 28. You I just psychologically fuck him up. That's but, what I do now. I'm like, when I was 28, this is what I was doing. Oh, no, you're doing that to So it. basically, whenever he asks for money on Monzo, yeah. the reference is always, I never needed this when I was He asks you for money on Monzo? Sometimes he'll get oh me Oh, my God, what is, he, what is he, a weed head? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the sort of thing you do when you're trying to buy pills. Sometimes, sometimes if he's like, you know, not cash, cash, not particularly liquid, <laughs> he might need... What? Sometimes my brother's not Why particularly. That? Sometimes he's not particularly liquid. Just the way you talk about it, he's not particularly well, liquid. Yeah. I'll, I'll send him a bit of cash on Monzo when he's yeah. not liquid. If he's not particularly liquid, he'll make a cash request. Yeah, yeah. To help with his cash flow. And then you say, "Here's a hundred quid, you bum." Yeah, basically. I'm wow. like, I didn't need this when I was your age. I had a mortgage at your age, like stuff like that. The references. Yeah, that's worse than a little push on the floor. Yeah, isn't it? I like how Harry was like, "Oh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell anyone." And then uh, my wife saw that my back was cut. And then I told her. No, but the thing is, I get it though, because I feel like the papers here did, they hounded them out. And, uh, and I believe Harry's testimony where he says, actually, the royal family and the press are in cahoots. They have oh, to be. You know what got me when he said about how the family, that every, we all sit around a table and read the papers. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, they're really into the press. Yeah. Where they all sit around. Because obviously yeah. they're in the press all the time. Yeah. So they all sit around. And he said, what, what was that saying? He says, uh, never complain, never explain. Yeah. That's the family saying. Never complain, yeah. never. And he never obviously, explain. he's done nothing. And then, but... and then when he said silence is betrayal. Oh. Ooh. Add that to the, were you silenced? Or No, what was it? Were you silent or were you silenced? Oh, Oprah. Oh. You get a TV. That's my Oprah impression, just giving things away uh, for free. So now, <laughs> you get a hot dog. Now that we know that the royal family are coming to an end. Are they? Yeah. I think the royal family is going to be strong. What replaces it? Love Island. What, Love Island is in yeah. charge of the country? Yeah. Have you ever watched Love Island? No. Okay. So you want like really hot 22-year-olds. To rule every aspect of my life. To rule every aspect of your life. Yeah. You, want, you want a pit. I mean, I guess they'd make... No, I don't want it. They'd make better stamps. <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> want it. Also, you can't trust the British public. Matt Hancock almost won I'm a Celebrity. Matt Hancock, yeah, he did really well, didn't he? Yeah, so you can't have democracy. Why? Because democracy doesn't work. Democracy does work. Democracy does not work. Yeah, it does. Democracy gave us Brexit. Democracy gave us Matt Hancock finishing third in I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. democracy gave us uh, Little Mix. Democracy didn't give us a little mix, did they? Did they win? I like how that's your cool they kid on the reference. Same year as give us one direction. Oh, well then I'm and all there's only one direction. Then. South. Oh, I'm all I'm all one direction. I was supposed to like one direction because I've got the same manic, but I don't. I prefer them all now that they're solo artists, each one of them. Really? They're all pretty cool. Even Niall. Yeah, Niall, you always need one dud. <laughs> that's true. The, the Anthony Costa. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> How dare you say that about Anthony Costa? Like the the Costa. Dane Bowers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, look at us. We've got loads of kids listed. They're gonna yeah, love no, I don't know who we're talking They're about. Gonna love Didn't Dane friends. Bowers do a collab with Victoria Beckham? You're out of my, my mind. Why you wasting my time? You're out of my mind. You're out of my mind. And it was like a Matrix video because yeah, that yeah. was what was happening. There was this whole generation <laughs> of like Dane Bowers and Daniel Beddingfield. I was just about to say Daniel yeah, Beddingfield. They did tracks in their bedroom. 
If you're not the one, then what does my soul Dude, have you watched that? I gotta get through this video. It's just uh, him driving around in like a punto. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. Is it like Bro. a leather jacket? I got the brand of I say I love you. Yeah. And then and then and then his sister was like, Do you know what? I don't want any time. I want to do some Nora Jones shit, do some acoustic stuff. You're what like, happened oh, you to the Beddingfield family? The they powerful were, family, man. They were big and then they all just they they both kind of disappeared. Shout out to Daniel and Natasha. Listen, if you, want, if you want to get in the pod, let us know. I like them both. I remember the Daniel. I was more Daniel myself because I, I'm really big fan yeah. of I've got to get through this. Yeah. Uh, Natasha, I always... Uh, but for me, it was just if, if you're not the one. If you're, oh, if you're not the one. If you're not the one, then why does my soul feel glad? Because he didn't really look like a pop star. Today. He didn't. No, he didn't really have like a pop None star. None of them did. Dane Bowers did not look like a pop star. No, but he was a part of an ensemble. Which helps. Yeah, that's it? true. You always have you always have the one who looks like they could potentially uh, deliver mail. You always need that. You always need one who looks a bit more. Do you normal. know the one like pop star who I found really curious? Curious. The, yeah, the black guy from Blue. Oh, Simon. Simon. My mum loves him. She's got his. He had a couple of decent solo hits as well. Simon did. Mm. And um, yeah, my mum fancied the pants off him. Has his solo. Out. He had a good voice. Yeah, he did. He's a he's an agent now. Interesting fact, Darren, uses social media. He's, the, he's an, uh, a social media-like agent. So he, he's an agent to a couple of Love Island stars and stuff. Is like. he? Yeah, started his own uh, agency. Good for you, Simon. I can't remember his surname. Peg. Web. Peg. I said Peg. No, not Peg. Very different person. Of course, Peg's always on your mind. Do you know which track? I... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know which track? Uh, which singer I heard yesterday when I was in a cafe? Uh, Lamar. Lamar? Was a G. Uh, was Lamar 50-50? Yeah. Don't try to kiss me right about now on 50-50. Isn't he a manager of a bank or something now? Oh, I did Googling because yeah. Lamar, another guy my mum was if obsessed with. If there's any justice in the world. Was he Pop Idol or something? He was Fame Academy? Fame Academy! Was it Fame Academy? Do you remember Fame Academy? I remember Fame Academy. Bruh. I would be your girl. Well, man. Man. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. Fame well, Academy. Fame Academy. He was great. Didn't he have like green eyes or something? Something, yeah, beautiful eyes. I remember that about him. Yeah, Lamar was Lamar was great. God, what happened to Lamar? Lamar. Do you know who I was thinking about the other day? I don't know why we've got Jamie Cullum. He was on the tenth series of Dancing on Ice. Oh, really? You followed in some big black footsteps. Where did he? Where did he? He survived three skate offs. Oh wow, he had a good skate off routine. Yeah. Good for him. So do you have one skate-off routine then? You have one skate-off routine you do throughout the entire show. Yeah. But what if everyone's seen it, there's like, oh no. But you just have to keep adding stuff in. I am praying to not do any skate-offs, but I, I feel like I've got you, Are choice. you allowed to tell us which song you do your skate-off? No, not yet. Actually, I probably can, because when this comes out, it, I, I, I might not even be on the show by the time this comes out. He lasted three skate-offs, okay. So now I've got okay. Lamar in my head. Because I was thinking, I wonder what black guys have done the show. Yeah, now, now you've got like Lamar as the benchmark. Lamar is the, Lamar is the benchmark. Yeah. Did he? Oh, I used to really fancy Donna Rare many years ago. She was. I like this. Who else can we? Who else can we talk about from the uh, early two thousands? Michelle McManus. Oh wow, <laughs> that is it. Yeah, Michelle McManus. She was like the uh, almost like the Susan Boyle of that era, where like, oh, she can't sing. Who's this girl? She doesn't look like a pop star. Pow. And she had a great voice, and she just smashed it, and she had like a number one hit. Uh, R.I.P. Darius. Darius, of course, yeah. I was a big fan of Darius. I really like Darius. As well. Uh, Chico. Legend. Chico Time. Good hit. Yeah, Very good hit. Who was the... Um... It's Chico Time. 
Cheeky what, girls? What accent was I that? I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. Why did you say it? I don't know. I, I tried. Oh, the cheeky girls were proper random. Uh, did one of them date Lemp? I remember Opic? them being so thin. <laughs> yeah, there's. Oh, Lembit Opic, yeah. Oh my God. Lembit Opic was such a weird dude. And he did a bit of stand up as well, didn't he? He did do a bit of stand up. God, I like this. I like how the last 10 minutes of the show were just losing everybody who wasn't born in like the 80s. Yeah, I know. They're like, who are these people you're saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, what was it, Nasty Nick? Na Nasty Nick had a little bit of paper and was writing down who he thought was yeah. going to be And then he did, um, I remember he did like a I like how Domestos that... or Bleach advert. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Remember, get rid of all those nasty germs. Like, oh, well, I see we did there, Nasty Nick. You get bloody paid, mate. Yeah. I like how with Big Brother, that was like, the most dastardly thing ever. And then like 10 seasons later, there's a girl who shoves a champagne bottle up her vagina. <laughs> Remember that? Kinga? She was laying there, yeah. she shoved the champagne up her vagina. You you don't, you guys, if you're younger, like a younger listener, you don't know how excited this country was when Big Brother Big aired. Brother. Alison Hammersfield yeah, yeah, yeah. was a legendary one. The Jade Goody when... Uh, yeah, was she up a Papa Dom? She up a Papa Dom. It was, it was like a cultural shift. Yeah, man. you have no idea. In India, they were like burning major effigies. riots. Dude, they were burning over Shilpapapadom. Ed Byrne was the voice of Carphon Warehouse, and he had to give an apology because it was being shot. It was wild. Yeah. That whole Jade Goody thing, by the way, is insane to me because she then went to India to apologize and went on that effigy tour where she's just there as this only white girl, and there's a lot of people banging on a window, holding up like pigs it was, and yeah, stuff. It was and then she gets a call to say, we found something on your ovaries or whatever it was for screening. Yeah. And I said she found out she had cancer. Cancer, yeah. It's an insane... Yeah, Jade Goody's life. That is like, insane, insane to me. She's in India, literally, like, trying to say sorry for all this. And then she finds out, obviously, she's got, she might have cancer and it turned out she did. Oof. But Shilpa Shetty, who she said it to... Shilpa Shetty, Shilpa Fakawala, Shilpa Papadam. Yeah. I always remember that. Yeah. Because it was because uh, I heard it and I went fuck it out at the time and I always think of extras because they they come yeah oh, yeah 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 quick interesting fact about that extra scene when he pulls that doll and he goes yeah. you know they changed that for the American one and if I remember correctly I think it was a thingy from Seinfeld because he had that Kramer Kramer yeah. they changed it to Kramer in the American did they had, yeah when he was good, when he lost his mind so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. word yeah, yeah yeah the American that's one. mad yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd love to see a clip of that. The Cremo meltdown. No, the them changing it. Oh yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Sub yeah, to, to um, but yeah, Shilpa Shetty has continued to have like quite a very successful media career. What What does she do? She's mainly like a celebrity judge. Oh, on, like, she? she does a lot of shows now. Yeah, because she used to be like um like a Bollywood. I wouldn't say star, but she was pretty famous in Bollywood. She was a very sympathetic figure because obviously she was definitely being bullied and yeah. there was racism. Yeah. But she did come across as if she was up her own ass. But everybody yeah. forgot about that because obviously there was all the, the racism. whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she was a bit like up her own yeah. ass at times. There was a time like those reality shows were like you know now people watch Love Island. Yeah. People who watch Love Island, they're seen as kind of a subculture. Yeah. Oh, no. Back then, Big Brother and shit like that was the mainstream. If you it didn't watch like, Big Brother, you yeah. weren't in a like, part of the There's a reason why Alison Hammond is, you know, yeah. one of the... Oh, is Alison Hammond a national treasure? Yeah. yeah. Josie, Josie really? Gibson as well. Yeah, when I went to the... Uh, I was at the ITV... Um, Awards. Yeah. Alison Hammond was front row with everybody else, and she was referenced three times by everybody Everyone else. She was asked to be the face of Birmingham and said no. Really? Yeah, yeah. Only because there was no money. But it, I, I said yes. <laughs> I'll do it. 
But so you think she, okay, so I'm she's a national girl. treasure. Yeah, she's national. No, Alison Hammond is a complete national. Who she's, are the national treasure? She's up there with like you know, what, your, Judy Dench, your Lorraine Kelly, and people like that. In terms of just like national treasure now, Helen Mirren. Oh, Helen, yeah, Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, you putting Alison Hammond on the same level? Well, that's what, that's what, that's what national oh. treasure is, no? No, but uh, no, but I would say like Stephen Fry and Alison Hammond. I wouldn't say they were both the same. David I've... Attenborough is a national treasure. Yes, David Attenborough is. Is Alison Hammond in the same category? No, but then Stephen Fry's treasures. in that same category. But Judy Dench would be. Maybe there's like gold, silver, bronze national treasures. Yes. Okay, so we're saying. But I would as... say I would put Lorraine Kelly up there with them. With because she's been in media for thirty years and she's an absolute legend. With who? With Gold Star. David. Stephen Fry, I'd put up there with him as well. Yeah. So David is platinum. Yeah, yeah. Where's Jeremy Vine on this? Um, National Treasure, Jeremy Vine. I would put him in the Ryland, Anderson Hammond. But I would also put Lenny Henry up there with Stephen Fry. Yeah, of course you would. What do you mean, of course? Well, of course we would, because we're black from the same area. <laughs> Lenny, please put me in anything you do. You do work, right? <laughs> I need the <to> work. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Which comics are... National Tre- uh, Billy Connolly's up there with David Attenborough. Okay. Peter Kay? Yeah. You think he's up there with David Attenborough and... I'd say so. I think people... Maybe, yeah. You know what? When he announced that tour, I've never seen... Sta- it made me think stand-up's back, the way people were losing. Yeah. So him, David Attenborough... John Cleese. The... John Cleese. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. I'd say they are, but... I, I would say they are, it. but they're... they're... David mean, Jason. David David Jason. Joe I would put I, I I say this to Joel. I put I say you national treasure Joe Brown. I didn't put Alice Davis up there as national treasure, but I think there's I think there's levels. Joe Lysett, maybe. I think oh, he he's be. getting there. I think. I yeah. think he will be. Darren Hannah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan Sugar. Yeah, he's a national treasure. I don't. I'm he's not, a national he's treasure. A national, like he's a national treasure. I know people. He's a bit like. Um, he's he's a, bit, a bit of a marmite figure, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bit like the other two we just mentioned. Is up and down. National okay. treasure. What about Asian? Asian celebrity. Who would you say is like an Asian like national treasure? Romish is getting there, I think. Yeah, I'd say I'd put Romish up there with the Ryland Allison. Yeah, Romish is getting there. Uh, I would say maybe Prince Nassim Hamid. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh gosh, yeah, Mira Sayal and all that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would put them up there. Would you? I don't know if I would. I mean, Gorinda Chadder because of uh, Bennett like Beckham. Oh wow, yeah. When she directed it, so I think people would. Maybe mainly for Asians, though. No, I was... Where's Guz Khan on this list? Guzzy. I wouldn't say National Treasure just yet. I think you've got... If you want to I be a National a... Treasure, you have to be a, a, a household name. There's a longevity to it, yeah. Everyone knows you. Your granddad knows you. Yeah. Your kids like, know. Alison Hammond's been around for but then again, But then again, Mo, you could say he's a National Treasure. Yeah, he is. But he hasn't been around that long. In terms of, like... There's... Or, or, or is there a difference between a National Treasure and, like, just really famous person at the moment. Yeah, like Mo, Joel Dummett, people like that. Like Tom I Holland think. is globally famous. He's not a national treasure. To be a national treasure in the UK, like you... I, would, I was yeah. going to say, Louis Capaldi is a national treasure. Because people yes. just love him and his music and he's, everything. He's very good on um, pan, like chat shows. Isn't that annoying? It's very do, annoying. How you do a panel show with these people and you go, oh, you're actually really good at this. He's really I'm good. I'm supposed to be the guy who takes over the combo. Yeah. But you're smashing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever met him? None of a man. I'd like to meet Lewis Capaldi. He seems like a nice seems guy. Like a really nice dude. One of my favorite things I saw Lewis Capaldi do. He was in America, and someone sent him a screenshot of saying that he was worth like 190 million. Yeah. And then he was in his hotel room looking for 190 million. <laughs> and he went. He went down to like uh, one of these department stores, expensive department stores. Went to the till to buy this bag, 
and they're like, it's like, you know, how many dollars? Yeah. 5,000. And he just showed them the, that it was worth 190 million <laughs> so he could pay off that. And she was like, no. <laughs> and he goes, where is it? Where's yeah, my it's, money? It's a fun. You can always say, it's like Adele. Adele's a national treasure. National treasure. Yeah, I would put, where would you put Adele? I would even put the Adele up with the even, she's even like, ah, I'm a, I'm... is she knocking at Amber's door? No, I'm saying Stephen Fry, Lenny Henry. And she's only like the same age as me or whatever. And she's already at that level. Yeah, I'd say Adele. She's got the voice of an angel. Adele's right. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran is. Ed Sheeran Elton is probably... John. Oh, Elton John is David Attenborough. Level. Is he? Oh, God. What are you? What are you nuts? Is he? I mean, I love Elton John, as you know. I've talked about it on the podcast. Paul McCartney. Same. Yeah, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Right up there. Right up. Right Harry up. Styles. Harry Styles, I'd put. Not Harry Windsor. <laughs> uh, yeah, Adele. Adele level. Adele, Adele, Lenny Henry, yeah. You think Lenny Henry is the same as Adele? I don't think so. In terms of national treasure, I'm talking about this country, national treasure. Yeah. Nah, not anymore. I think so. Oh, Lenny yeah. Henry's work, been working straight for 40 odd years or whatever. No, uh, longer than that, actually. He's like 60, started when he was 18. He's been that, yeah, for 40 odd. He's been smashing it. Danny Consistent. Dyer. National treasure. I'd, put Danny, I'd, I'd even put Danny Dyer up there. In terms of, when I say national treasure, you mean yeah. this country. Yeah. Danny Dyer is, is, is Adele level, this country. Ray Winston. National treasure. I love Ray Winston, yeah. I Are think we it's... just going to list names? I know, yeah, see, I know, we're just, I know, we're having so much fun listing names. Chris Martin. <laughs> yeah, Chris Martin is up there with... Um... No, I don't think he's national treasure. He's Hollywood famous, though. Okay, yeah, you might be right, actually. He's not national treasure. It's which, always good to end Which on of one us two do you reckon is going to be national treasure first? It's definitely not going to be you because you're doing tax avoidance. <laughs> no, but I'm open about it, like Jimmy well, Carr. No, I was going to say, like Jimmy, is Jimmy Carr? I'd say he is. I think, I think he is. I think he, he operates in a realm that is so different to everybody else. Mm. Like me. He, he just says what he likes. Yeah, like me. Yeah, but he, he, Jimmy Carr is not going to be open about sort of avoiding tax. Not anymore because he got caught. Whereas I'm saying it to people. Before. I like how you say that, like that's going to make things better. Hey guys, I didn't lie. I told yeah. you I was doing this. And I'm I'm even going to appreciate the fact that I'm open about it. I like how you, I just want you to move to like Dubai or somewhere and it's just you and uh, what's his face? What's that old comic's name? Jim Davidson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jim, they don't understand, mate. Uh, yeah, who do you reckon is going to be national treasure between us two? Well, you're doing Dancing on Ice, so I reckon that, that, if you have a good run on it. That doesn't help. You, I think it does. That I think I I I think out of two of us, yeah, it's going to be me purely because I'm going to pay my fair share of tax. Shame is delicious. My accountant actually messaged me and said he listens to the show. Why don't we put a poll out? Let's it's put great. a poll out, right, to see what our listeners think as to who is going to be the national treasure first. But you should probably put another um, category that says neither. <laughs> I feel like there's a good chance. Yes, Darren Ishan, none of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or not in our lifetime anyway. Yeah. Well, this has been a fun episode, isn't it? Really fun. I really like the ending. We just kept naming national treasures and yeah. I got so into it. It was almost like we were playing like, it was a, good fun. like a game at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> if there's any names you think we've missed, let us know. We'll do, we'll do like a little special episode where we just play that game and yeah. just move the people around. Lewis Hamilton. Oh my God. Lewis Hamilton is at Adele level. People don't like him I though know, in the UK. But he but he is like, I love it's, Lewis. It's, it's like Ronnie O'Sullivan, yeah. people like that. Sports athletes who destroy and do really well, you ha Mo Farah, they just automatically go to. Not his real name. Yeah, I know. What? What? That's not his real name. <laughs> what? Such a, uh, thank you for You're such a douche. What did Thank I do? you for listening to Shame is Delicious. What's wrong with that? 
that. Please do follow us. Send in all your shame stories. It's not his real name. Do come see us all on tour. He said it himself. Mo Farah, we love you. Big up. I see love you him. Later. I love the man formerly known as Mo Farah. <laughs> Shame is delicious. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions.